Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 11 of Revelation chapter 19, and we're going to be reading Revelation 19, verse 9. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Now, uh, here, as throughout the Bible, God is moving um, a prophet to record divine revelation. And uh, we can see this um, through the statement, And he saith unto me, Right. God is directing the Apostle John to write the things that he is seeing, the visions, the revelation God is revealing to him. Write it down. And and this is uh, really a concise illustration of how God wrote the whole Bible. He moved holy men of old to record the things he wanted recorded precisely exactly the word that that God wanted written down that's our bible it is the word of god it is from his mouth and he used prophets as uh, secretaries or scribes to record uh, his revelation well, it goes on to say, and he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And again, the marriage supper of the Lamb is the gospel call throughout all time, come to the marriage. We saw that in the parable of Matthew chapter 22. And why don't we turn over there again, Matthew 22, in verse 2. It says, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son, and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. The word bidden is the same Greek word translated as call. He sent forth his servants to call them that were called to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants, saying, tell them which are bidden Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. This typifies the the gospel call that went out into all the world throughout the church age, throughout the second part of the Great Tribulation period. God actually has both uh, periods in view in this short little parable. Uh, he points to the two sending forth of the gospel or the two outpourings of the Holy Spirit with the early rain and latter rain, and then is the marriage itself, which is judgment day. It's the time when the bride is prepared, made ready for her husband, the bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a time the Bible um, pictures 
as when all come to the the wedding ceremony, to the marriage of the bride and the bridegroom. And it's a time of inspection as God is making sure that all the guests have on the proper wedding attire, which would be the righteousness of Christ. And in this parable, uh, the king comes in and finds a man who does not have on that proper attire. But uh, God says in Revelation 19.9, Right, blessed are, are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And and that call went out far and wide. We read in Second Thessalonians chapter two, and this this is the same uh, Greek word translated as called. It's Strong's number twenty five sixty four. Second Thessalonians two, verse fourteen, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ and. And there God says it directly, that he uh, is specifying the manner in which he calls people by our gospel, by the word of God, uh, individuals are called to the marriage ceremony. Now, we know also that the Bible says um, many are called, as it says this in Matthew chapter 20, in verse 16, so the last shall be first, and the first last for many be called, but few chosen. And and that tells us that um, the gospel call goes out far and wide. It's like a, a wide casting of a net. And, and uh, all that hear the gospel are called. This The call is to the saved and to the unsaved. It is to all men come to the wedding, come to the marriage. And and God is the creator of all mankind, and he bids them come. And many are called, that is, many hear the, the gospel. Few of those which are called, a few of the many are chosen, which... Uh, means uh, it's a word that identifies with being elect, chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world, that that is the remnant that God has saved out of the whole of mankind. He he refers to them as his chosen or as his elect. It says in Romans chapter 8, beginning in verse 29, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. In these verses, God is signaling out the elect that were called, and the elect that were called, God isn't uh, speaking of the many, but rather the few, they were also justified and glorified through the salvation that that God provided for them, through the grace he bestowed upon them, the mercy he granted them, 
and through the faith and work and operation of the Lord Jesus Christ, the the elect or predestinated. That notice that comes first. They're predestinated before the foundation of the world, and then in the world in time at some point in history they are called the calling follows the predestination and and then after being called they're justified by his faith they're through god saving them and applying his word to their souls they become saved now in revelation chapter 1 it says in verse 3 Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Our verse in Revelation 19.9 says, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And again, many are called. Are are they all blessed, even though um, the majority of those called were were never saved? And yes, according to the Bible, uh, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy. And in order to be called, you would have read or heard the, the word of God. It, the gospel call is the hearing of, in some way or manner of the word of God. And that is a blessing in the life of the unsaved as well as the saved, because it potentially, through the the gospel call, a person could have had their sins washed away and been forgiven and granted eternal life. They were presented with the gospel. From their perspective, they then could have approached unto the throne of grace, besought God for mercy, and kept at it, continue day after day beseeching him, crying out, and, and God tells us he's a merciful God, and, and, and so there was great blessing involved with hearing the words of the Bible, and uh, there was great blessing for all the world, especially in the time leading up to Judgment Day, which began on May 21, 2011, There was blessing because they were forewarned. They were given advance notification that the day of judgment was coming. They were given um, advance notification that God would end his salvation program on that day. And, and therefore they were blessed to hear the, the facts from, uh, from the Bible that they had so much time from the point of hearing the the gospel call at whatever point that was with some it could have been years before May 21 others it could have been months or even days before May 21 yet at whatever point they heard judgment day begins salvation concludes on that day Go to the Lord was the strong implication. Even if they saw a billboard, it was saying you have up until then to approach unto God. And that was a tremendous blessing 
to interrupt the sinner's life. It, it was the same blessing as Jonah going into Nineveh and crying out, yet forty days. And, and the Ninevites heard. In that case, God had much people in that city and they responded in a proper way and they allowed the message to interrupt their life and sat in sackcloth and ashes and cried mightily unto God. And you see, that's the opportunity God gave the people of the nations of the world as the final judgment of mankind was getting closer and closer. Any individual could have responded as a Ninevite and gone to God in that manner. And, uh, of course, God would be accepting of their approach unto him. That would be a humble way of coming unto him. And it it was nothing but a blessing to be forewarned of things that were about to happen. And God tells us that in Hebrews chapter 11. Let's go over to Hebrews 11. And here we read of Isaac in Hebrews 11, verse 20. Isaac, who is a father of twin boys, it, it says in Hebrews 11, verse 20, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. And Jacob and Esau were twins. Uh, and of these two boys, God uh, himself said, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. And God said that, before they were formed in the womb. It was according to God's election program that he loved Jacob and he hated Esau and God let it be known to their mother, uh, to Rebekah, that uh, as she was wondering why they were struggling in her womb, uh, God um, revealed to her that the elder would serve the younger. And and that was language indicating that the blessing would go to the younger rather than to the elder, the firstborn. And, and of course, Esau was the firstborn and Jacob was the younger. And then later, when Esau was about to get the blessing from Father Isaac, Rebekah acted and... Uh, course it it was in a way a result of what God had told her but she was doing this on her own and God worked through it she acted to make sure that Jacob got the blessing because she knew having been told by God that that Jacob was the favored one and and yet having this information that Jacob was the favored one or as God says the loved um, child, the, the one that God bestowed his love upon, and Esau the hated, yet still Isaac blessed, blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. That is, Isaac the father gave them both the gospel. He told them both equally the word of God. He shared the truth of the Bible with both of them, and and the Bible information, of course, speaks of judgment to come and God's 
program of the final judgment of man and so forth. And both sons, even though one was saved and the other unsaved, both were blessed. And, and, and that's what God means. Blessed are they that readeth and heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. And yes, many are called and all that are called, all that have heard some portion of the Bible are blessed to that degree. And of those are the few that are uh, tremendously more blessed as God applies salvation to them, and they have that added blessing of eternal life, that enormous additional blessing that the unsaved do not have. Well, let's go back to Revelation 19, and verse 9 again. Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. These are the true sayings of God. The Greek word translated here as sayings is the the word logos. It's um, Strong's number 3056. It's the word that uh, is often translated as word. For instance, in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, logos. And, and that is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the essence of the word of God, the Bible. Now in, uh, Revelation 22, logos is found several times in Revelation 22, beginning in verse 6. And he said unto me, These sayings, that's the same word, are faithful and true. And it's significant where that statement is made. Uh, It's uh, speaking of the the people of God seeing the face of God. And uh, it's just glorious information that God is revealing. And it's so super wonderful that it's almost as though God has to stop and and uh, confirm it and say, uh, look, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying something that is untrue. You know, God always speaks the truth. He never lies. He he does not exaggerate. He is not fanciful. It's not the imaginations that are let loose as it is with men. Men constantly lie. Men constantly um, try to enlarge things, make them seem greater or better. But God's saying, no, that's not the case. That what I'm telling you is plain truth. And so he says, these sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And there again, sayings is the same word. And then uh, go down to verse 9. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. So it, it's translated saying several times, And 
in the same chapter, in verse 18, it says, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, now the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. Now in those two verses, the same Greek word is translated not as sayings, but as words, not not the uh, sayings of the prophecy of this book, but the words of the prophecy of this book. But it's the identical Greek word. And we can clearly see that it has to do with the words of the Bible. It, it is all the Bible can be referred to as the sayings of God or the sayings of Christ. And, and that's what uh, is in view here uh, in Revelation 19.9, And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God, the true word of God. There is no error, no mistake. There, There is um, um, not, not a jot or a tittle that is out of place. That There is no lie of any kind. This is the truth. The bride has made herself ready. It is the marriage supper of the Lamb, and all that are called have been blessed in the calling to that marriage supper. And God is going from this point to move on to describe the wrath of God being poured out in the day of judgment. And that also is a true word of God. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.